Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. What is going on, Boat Sports fam? It's your favorite history teacher, Mr. Parker Ainsworth, here with another edition of FN Sports, the podcast where teachers grade sports biggest issues. But today, I actually have a student on to grade some stuff with me. I'm joined by Brandon of the MLB Daily Podcast. Brandon, how are we doing? I'm doing great uh, here at Syracuse University. Uh, very excited to join you this morning and uh, talk about some World Series odds. But uh, yes, I'm the co-host of the MLB Daily Podcast, part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Uh, we do a show every single day of the season, seven days a week. Uh, throughout the entire season and the playoffs. Uh, so if you're looking for a little half-hour dose of baseball news every single day, uh, be sure to check us out, MLB Daily Pod. But uh, certainly very excited to uh, come on and talk with you this morning. Thanks. And I have to say, baseball is an interesting sport in that because, you know, you couldn't really do that. There are kind of dead periods in other sports. Like football is pretty much just a weekend game, right? And then basketball doesn't quite happen every day the big dogs don't play every day um baseball is an everyday thing so you when you say daily you really do mean daily <laughs> oh yeah uh 178 days in this regular season uh each team really only gets 23 off days and that's the great thing about being a baseball fan is that really from when the season started on april 7th uh through october 5th there's only 23 days in there where you don't have some time during the day to sit down and watch your favorite team play so you're right it is a very daily sport and for a big portion of of the year so uh certainly my favorite sport and i think the daily aspect of it is what intrigues me so much about it and before we go too far you are you did mention in the pre-pod that you are a yankees fan um so a little bit further, I guess, at the southeast of where you're at right now. Um, ha, you know, we're a weekend of the season. How do you feel about the Yanks so far? Oh, uh, you know, they got a win last night. They're sitting at 3-2 and two right now. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, they were kind of a team this year where everyone saw them losing the wild card game last year. And, you know, they were like, wow, like that was a really – really a disappointing season for the Yankees. You know, they were one of the favorites to win the World Series heading into last season. Uh, they make a few moves this offseason. The team is slightly better. Uh, and 
right now i'm i'm a feeling good obviously still really early in the season but uh we haven't had any big injuries yet uh and uh the hopes around the fan base are still very very high fair enough i mean it is a weekend it'd be if if hopes were low i guess that'd be <laughs> be not great especially with the payroll like that uh so for the folks on what we're gonna do today today is the midterm uh, as always that's brought to you by my bookie and for our midweek looking at the midterm we're gonna go through and grade the odds uh my bookie has world series odds that are up to date literally as we're recording this on april 13th up to the minute uh after last night's results and we're gonna start at the top and do a few th- few teams at the top uh the dodgers as you know the lone al team in the top four as far as their odds go are at plus 440 are fairly heavy favorites no one else is within uh the next closest team i should say is at plus 720. um so brandon how would you grade a bet on the Dodgers at plus 440? You know, the Dodgers are such an interesting case because coming into the last two seasons, they've been pretty much overwhelming favorites to win the World Series. Uh, on paper, they clearly have the best roster. Uh, they add Freddie Freeman this offseason from the Braves. And what was quite a shock, you know, on our show, we had talked about how we thought Freddie Freeman, there was a small chance that he went to the Dodgers. And then when it finally came to fruition, we were like, oh, is this really happening? Uh, that that a lineup top to bottom uh, is clearly the best in the league. They have a very strong starting rotation. Uh, I mean, when you're talking about a Clayton Kershaw potentially not even being one of your top three pitchers in your rotation at this point, you know it's pretty strong. But at plus 440, I think I would give that maybe like a B plus. Uh, it's certainly not the greatest value to me. Uh, just because in baseball, you do play 162 regular season games. You need that big sample size uh, from these teams to you know, see how, how good they are because this is such a volatile sport. Uh, and then you get to the playoffs where it's a five or a seven game series and anything can happen. I mean, we see all the time during the MLB regular season, one of the worst teams in the league goes to one of the best teams in the league and takes two out of three from them. Uh, it, it, it just happens in baseball. So for a team like the Dodgers to be uh, that short at plus 440, uh, it's certainly not the best value, but they are the best team in the league, and uh, a little over 4-1 to one odds is certainly not the worst. I think that's fair. I think the deal is it feels safe, but it's not like the kind of safe where like you wouldn't win some money on it. Um, the next two teams uh, kind of tug at my heartstrings. The Blue Jays are at 720, but I am a big Springer guy, and it's sad to see him in a different hat. And then my Astros are at 770. Um, those are relatively close. So I kind of want to do them at the same time, if that's okay. How, how would you grade the Blue Jays and the Astros in the 700s? Uh, I think that it's both really interesting because the Blue Jays are a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year. Uh, and now they're in an AL East that looks stronger than ever, but they make some really big moves this offseason. They bring in Kevin Gaussman from the Giants. You say Kikuchi from the Mariners. They strengthen that starting rotation. Uh, and a little over 7-1 to one odds. Uh, I like that. I'm not sure that I'm, I'm uh, 
confident that they're better than the Astros. Uh, honestly, I would kind of flip those odds. Astros plus 720, Blue Jays plus 770. But I'd say like an A minus there. I think really... Uh, between the Dodgers, Blue Jays, and Astros, you have a really good chance that that's going to be one of the World Series winners there. Uh, on my show, I picked the Dodgers over the Blue Jays in the World Series. Uh, <laughs> and Toronto just seems like a team that if they can get things rolling, uh, it's going to be really hard to stop them come late September, early October. Uh, and then the Astros, you know, this is a really interesting team because obviously you lose Carlos Correa this offseason, but you're able to replace him with a top 50 prospect in the league in Jeremy Pena, who has looked pretty good so far this season. Uh, and it's the core on the Astros that we're always used to seeing, you know, Altuve, Alex Bregman, you still have Michael Brantley there, you return Justin Verlander uh, as he was he was recovering from Tommy John surgery all last season, and he's one of the greatest pitchers uh, in the last 20 years of the game. The Astros are a really interesting team because they've made the American League Championship Series, I believe, five years in a row. And this is a team that is just built for playoff baseball. Uh, I always feel bad betting against the Astros in the playoffs. It just seems like every year I'm like, this is the year that they're going to get knocked down in the first round. But, I mean, with all the playoff experience they have there, uh, it's really tough to bet against the Astros. So I would say Astros at plus 770 is really good of value. And if I was, uh, if I had to give it a grade, I'd say Blue Jays A-, minus, but the Astros an A. I think that that might be some of the best value uh, that you have here. Well, and as a total homer here for a second, I will say, like, it almost feels like they said, well, on even years, the Astros don't make the World Series or something. Because if you look at the last five years, it's not quite – like, I, I don't really understand what we did to – obviously, losing Korea, we get worse. But you mentioned Pena coming in, and I, I really feel like, again, like it continues to be a stout lineup. Uh, we saw Tucker grow a lot a year ago, um, and, and I, I just – it's interesting to me – that were behind Toronto there. And again, like they play in a tough division. I feel like that would almost hurt them. Uh, maybe that means they're battle tested though. And, and again, I, I am I'm a biased fan here. One team that threw me for a loop here and you're going to enlighten me a lot more. I'm sure the Chicago White Sox are at fourth best odds at plus 970. Um, they've got Twitter buzz, meaning that when I was like, am I an idiot? I went to Twitter and the answer was yes. <laughs> but what can you explain to me and people listening? Like why, why are the Chicago White Sox the fourth best odds to win the World series well the white Sox, you know it, it's really interesting because they're another team where you look at their uh team on paper and it's really good top to bottom i mean they have some absolute stars there they have jose abreu who won the 2020 mvp uh they've got two great young out fielders in Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert, uh, 25 and 24 years old, respectively. Uh, and their their pitching staff is also very good. They have Lucas Giolito, who is slowly turning into one of the top pitchers in the MLB. Lance Lynn, who is a veteran, who uh, just seems to get a better with age. It's, it seems crazy to say, at least for a pitcher. Uh, but the White Sox last year, they win 93 games and they win the AL Central, but that was a really weak division uh, last year. And, you know, they faced the Astros in the playoffs and it was a pretty non-competitive series uh, all in all. And 
you know, that's the biggest question with the White Sox is do they face enough competition in the regular season? Are they ready for October baseball? And I see them here at plus 970. Uh, personally, I don't think it's the greatest odds, but it's going to be a team that's going to be in the playoffs for sure. Uh, and we see in the MLB playoffs, really anything can happen. Uh, like I said earlier, with such a small sample size that you have there in the playoffs with just a five or seven game series that look because the al central is not the greatest this year uh the white Sox should cakewalk to the playoffs and win this al central uh it's really just about how you play in the playoffs uh which is you know that's that's what it comes down to but yeah, it's, it's a great team on paper, uh, maybe a little bit overrated, but they're going to put up big stats during the regular season and will certainly be one of the contenders heading into the playoffs. But just don't don't overrate them. Don't don't try to put them in the same group with like the Dodgers, Blue Jays and Astros. I think that they're a, a step down from those teams. Fair enough. And, and I guess the thing that I would reiterate as not that I'm going to advocate for a lot of gambling, but they've got to make it to the playoffs to win the World Series. And I think of these teams, as you mentioned, they certainly seem like a cakewalk, whereas like the AL East, the Jays, the Yankees, the Red Sox, like that's going to be a much tougher division for the Blue Jays. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I think it's an interesting bet there. The next one, as far as going up and down the list here, is the Atlanta Braves at plus 1075. Now, that feels like we're giving a lot of respect to the World Series champion because their roster kind of fell apart. Not fell apart, but like, like, like Freeman's gone, you mentioned. Like the things are gone that were very, very important to the World Series run a year ago. And... I, are we anticipating making big moves? Is this just like they want it all, and so we're going to play the bets here and, and take money in? Or why are the Braves at plus ten seventy five? Uh, you know, you know they do lose Freddie Freeman, uh, and a big part of their success last year was a bunch of the moves that they made at the trade deadline, trading for Jorge Soler, Eduardo Escobar, etc. Or excuse me, not Eduardo Escobar, Eddie Rosario, uh, but. I think the thing with the Braves, they are able to replace Freddie Freeman with Matt Olson, who is a younger, uh, more athletic bat, you could say, uh, and he should fill in that role just fine. Uh, you get another year of Austin Riley, who really broke out last season and is starting to look like one of the best third basemen in the league. Uh, and the big guy that they didn't have for their run is arguably their best player, Ronald Acuna Jr., he gets hurt uh, in late June last year. I believe he only ends up playing 80 games during the regular season and is out for the rest of the season. Once they get him back, and I believe they're saying he might come back early May or mid-May, uh, he's one of the most electric players in the league. He brings so much value to your team uh, that this lineup is still really, really strong. You get back Marcelo Zuna, who was suspended for most of last season he's had a great start to the season so far and it's a team that it's going to come down to whether or not this this pitching staff can hold up they held up very well during the playoffs last year but it should also be of note that the Braves they actually won less games than the Blue Jays did last year in the regular season and the Blue Jays didn't even make the playoffs and the Braves go on and win the World Series uh not that that NL East was, was bad, because I thought it was one of the more competitive 
divisions last season. It was just that they were all kind of beating up on each other, and that's why they didn't have the greatest of win-loss records. But this is the Braves NL East to lose in my mind. The Mets, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, are certainly up there. But, uh, you know, the Braves at plus 1075 is certainly not a bad bet. I'd say maybe like a B or a B plus. Uh, it's really hard to repeat in, in baseball. Uh, it's, I mean, it's hard to, to repeat in any sport, but especially in the MLB. Uh, I think that a little over 10 to 1 odds is certainly not the worst that you could have here. And, I mean, come playoff time, there's certainly going to be a team to look out for if they are still in contention. Well, and what's funny is, I mean, they proved me wrong entirely. I guess, admittedly, it was before the trade deadline last year, but you mentioned the tough AL East or tough NL East that beat each other up. I actually, in a different thesis a year ago, pre trade deadline again, picked the Phillies. Um, and I, I think that really, like, then the trade deadline happens. And I like an idiot and the Braves going to run and so on. But that we didn't even mention the Mets. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening out there. And the Nationals, for all their flaws and it's not the same team but they did win the world series in 2019 where that was right like like that's a really tough tough division um i i understand that the team that wins that division will probably like we mentioned with the white Sox or with mentioned with the blue jays i'm sorry uh will be somewhat battle tested but that's just interesting the next three teams i kind of want to lump together because they're all in the same vein to me uh, you've got the new york yankees at 11 50 if i'm reading correctly and the brewers also at 11.50 and the mets are right behind and then tech, actually the tampa rays are right behind both at 12.75 um so those four teams are within a very small tight window now the rays just won their world series a couple years ago right oh they made the world series made the, well, i'm sorry made the world series a couple years ago i'm over overstepping there um but then the the brewers uh big bats Yankees, it's like they're supposed to have, you know, at least one a decade. They went a decade without one. It feels like at some point it's going to be their time again. Um, talk me through those four teams. What's the best bet? Why are those teams all within, you know, 11 to 1, 12 to 1? What, what's the thought there? The Brewers I want to start with because I think they're the most interesting case. Um, last season, they had three starting pitchers uh, that were just absolutely excellent. Uh, they had a, a Corbin Burns, who ends up winning the NL Cy Young. Brandon Woodruff, who I believe finished third or fourth in the Cy Young voting. And uh, Freddie Peralta, who is this young starter who really broke out last season and looked really good. Those three anchored a, a, a pitching staff that was arguably the best in the league. They struggled offensively last year, and in the playoffs, uh, it, it really showed. When they played the Braves, they had a lot of trouble even scoring one run in those games. And it was a big surprise to me that this was a team that didn't go out and really try to upgrade much uh, in their lineup. Uh, they kind of just ran back the same team. You know, not that I'm against it, because this is a team that did win the NL Central last year uh, and did have a pretty competitive series with the Braves in the first round of the playoffs. But... A team that has not been off to the best start this year. They're 2-3 and three right now. I mean, obviously, it's really early, and they probably will end up winning this NL Central uh, when it comes down to it. But just a team that is kind of strange because it just seems very uh, lopsided in the fact that they have great starting pitching and great arms out of the bullpen. But 
the lineup has not changed much, and that could be a little scary to me. Uh, seeing them at plus 1150, uh, I think that's like a B minus, honestly. I just don't see the Brewers. I just can't really picture that team winning the World Series or really being in the World Series right now. I haven't seen enough out of them, especially the starting lineup. You talk about the Yankees at plus 1150. Obviously, that's my team. Uh, a pretty well-balanced well team. They were supposed to make some big moves this offseason. Uh, they were in on Carlos Correa, in on Freddie Freeman. They end up getting neither of those guys, and they end up kind of making this weird trade. They get Josh Donaldson from the Minnesota Twins. Uh, and this is a lineup that is pretty solid. I mean, top to bottom, it's, I'd say it's top five in the league. You still have Judge and Stanton and those, and those type of guys. Uh, and then the starting rotation, Garrett Cole is, is, is Garrett Cole. I mean, I'm sure you, you enjoyed him when he was on the Astros. Uh, the Yankees get back Luis Severino, who just a few years ago had a really strong case uh, for Cy Young in 2018. Uh, he was dealing with injuries. He finally comes back this year and will be able to uh, show us what he's really worth in his age 28 season and what we think is going to be his physical prime. Uh, and the, the bullpen continues to be a strength. Only thing is, it seems like every year the Yankees get down to the playoffs and they just can't put it together. You know, they lose the wild card game last year with Garrett Cole on the mound. That's our $300 million pitcher there. You put him out there for one game, you're expecting him to get the job done. But like I said, it's baseball. Anything can happen. I'd say the Yankees also like a B or B minus. Uh, certainly not the best odds, but uh, they have a much better chance than the Brewers. And then we talk about the Mets, who had probably the biggest offseason out of any team we've seen in, in a long time. Uh, they bring in quite a few all-stars. They bring in Starling Marte from Oakland, Eduardo Escobar from Milwaukee, and the big one, they signed Max Scherzer uh, from the Dodgers. And look, on paper, this is a team that should be there come playoff time. But once again, the Mets are a team that it just seems like they can never put it together. They always have injuries. I mean, as of right now, Jacob deGrom is out for the foreseeable future. He had a, a stress reaction, I think, in his scapula. So we're still kind of waiting to see when he's going to come back. Some people are saying May. Others saying it could be maybe late May, early June. Uh, but there is a lot of time, of course. The Mets are really interesting because their lineup is certainly top to bottom, not the greatest. But when you have Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer on your pitching staff, you know, you head into any playoff series, it's, you know, that should be two wins for you right there. Uh, and it goes such a long way having this great pitching in the playoffs. I think the Mets at plus 1275, that's an A minus for me. Uh, if they can put it together, they can look like one of the best teams in the league and could make everyone look pretty silly. Well, you mentioned there at plus at 1275 as an A-, and that's, frankly, a fairly high grade for at this point. I want to wrap here, not because we're past the favorites and past both of our teams, um, but but I, I really I want to ask of these like bigger odds, you know, Pittsburgh plus 34,000 or the Rockies at plus 12,000, as you look at the other end of this spectrum, is there any team that sticks out as like, oh, you know, if, if you got extra hundred, that'd be a great bet. Um, just to like because it obviously would yield a lot on the return. Yeah, the one team that uh, 
I was kind of attracted to looking at these odds. The Seattle Mariners at plus 3,000. Look, last year they miss out on the playoffs by like one game. Also a team that that won less games than the World Series champions, the Atlanta Braves. Uh, The Mariners have also not made the playoffs since 2001. That's the longest active playoff drought in the big four American sports. Uh, but another roster that is, uh, has an influx of talent, uh, they bring in quite a few guys this offseason, a big trade to get Jesse Winker out of Cincinnati, who had a fantastic season last year. They get the AL Cy Young in Robbie Ray as a free agent. Uh, and plus 3,000, I think you're getting really good odds there. This is a team that could definitely make a Cinderella run. And if we're talking really big odds, uh, how about the Cincinnati Reds at plus 7,000? I mean, it's it's a really interesting team, and they lost a lot, but uh, they've got some young guys that it's certainly not out of the question that they could step up. I like the Reds there. Uh, you know, all these other teams down here, you're kind of expecting to not be the greatest, of course. Uh, you know, we see... Crazy stuff happen all the time, though. I think the Cubs at plus 9,000 uh, have some interest. They they uh, bring in Seiya Suzuki from Japan. He hit two home runs yesterday. He's looking like uh, an absolutely fantastic player so far. I mean, he's in, his, he's in his prime. He's 27 years old, and he seems to fit in with the Cubs very nicely. Uh, their, their pitching staff is definitely something to uh, look out for, and I think that's why they are so low. But I would say that the Mariners plus 3,000 uh, is very intriguing to me. Yeah, and we'll be following along. Um, obviously, as an Astros guy, I hope that the Mariners are plus seven thousand doesn't, uh, or plus three thousand. I guess the, I guess it'd be good for the division, but I, that could that could be at our detriment. Um, Brandon, tell people where can they find you at? Obviously, the MLB Daily, again, is a daily podcast that Brandon's one of the hosts of. But where can people find you, interact with you, and frankly, come complaining when they've been on the Mariners and all goes south? (laughs) Yes, please come and blow up my Twitter mentions. It's at Brandon underscore Karam, K-A-R-A-M. Also, the MLB Daily Pod Twitter. It's at MLB Daily Pod. We're posting on there every day, uploading the new episodes. Uh, and also, we are on a TikTok as well, trying to post as much content on there. Uh, that's also at MLB Daily Pod. A TikTok. Now you're making me feel a little bit older. I'm still learning TikTok as a, <laughs> as a millennial myself. Um, but thank you for coming on today, Brandon. Again, that's at Brandon underscore Karam on Twitter. Uh, MLB Daily, big baseball guy. Make sure go check that out for all your baseball needs. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Okay, Parker, so the thesis statement for this commercial is James Harden has the best beard in sports. What do you think about that thesis statement? Oh, I give it an A. You know, as a Houston guy, we, we seem to have an affinity for our beards between guys like him, Dallas Keiko, lots of big beards in the Houston area. What do you think about the thesis? So I'm a Jets fan, and I absolutely love the beard that Ryan Fitzpatrick has. So maybe I would give Ryan Fitzpatrick the nod over James Harden. But you're talking to a couple of bearded teachers, and we know a thing or two about making sure that you maintain that mane. So check out the beard struggle. The beard struggle, they make oils, they make balms, they even have have this heated comb to make sure that you get your beard straight so that you're looking fresh. I know I've really enjoyed using the 
oil they make for my quarantine beard of sorts. It's nice and long these days, but I'll <laughs> keep it nice and healthy and hydrated. And if you're listening to our show, you can use FN Sports 15 and get 15% off your oils, your balms, your shampoos, conditioners, whatever you need to use to keep your beard looking healthy. Absolutely. Check out The Beard Struggle at thebeardstruggle.com. Whether you're just starting to grow or you have a luscious mane already, The Beard Struggle's got all the products that you need. The Beard Struggle. Feast your face. Friends, do you feel like you have a good understanding of what's coming in baseball this year? Thanks to Brandon from the MLB Daily Podcast for stopping by and helping us with our MLB odds. Again, we needed all the help we got, so thank you, Brandon, for stopping by and helping us out with that. That's Brandon underscore Karam on Twitter. Uh, you can find me and all my personal stuff on Twitter and Instagram at Painsworth512. That's P-A-I-N-S-W-O-R-T-H-512 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, lately, I've been tweeting a lot about the end of the Houston Rockets season, so enjoy some of that. It's about time to transition into baseball. Actually, if you know me, you'll probably notice that I'm going to transition to NBA playoffs. As hard as it is to do that without the Houston Rockets being there, we'll be transitioning to NBA playoffs. WNBA season starts this summer as well, so it'll be lots of fun with that. A couple L's on sneakers. Okay, admittedly, a lot of L's on sneakers and those kinds of things. You can find this show on Instagram at F underscore N underscore sports. That's at F underscore N underscore sports on Instagram and on Twitter. We're at FN sports two. That's at F I N S B O R T S number two, all one word on Twitter on both of those social media handles. You can go to the link tree in their bios. And on that link tree, you can find access to all of our sponsors, including my bookie, where you can use code FN sports, double deposit up to a thousand us dollars. Whenever you want bet anytime, anything, anywhere with my bookies, make sure you go click through the link there. Thank you so much for checking out the midterm presented by my bookie. You can download, subscribe, rate, review, do all the wonderful things out with the podcast, do it on a couple of different platforms. Make sure you help us out. And whatever you do when it comes to sports, don't flunk with us. Later, guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.